episode three and Ooh. how are you feeling i'm feeling good yeah. i'm feeling summery <laughs> sure it's not autumn-y <laughs> so today on the podcast we are sadly not reviewing another feminist icon or icon Tragic. movie yeah <sighs> it was becoming a theme yeah, no, it was. I quite liked it. Well, the character in this is sort of a theme. Well... A along the same lines of the theme. Yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. Yes, but today we are reviewing 500 Days of Summer. Which it's was... Too many days. Which was a, a few too many. It's really. a few too many days. Just a few. Have you ever been in summer in Australia? <sighs> For more than half a day. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's to too handle. much. It's too much to handle. Five hundred minutes of summer. Thank you. Fuck. Good night. <laughs> Take me back to winter, please. Take me back. Take me back. Oh. But anyways, yes. Yeah, so the movie was Five Hundred Days of Summer, and it was. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good little rom com. I really love. Yeah. It wasn't even a rom com. It was more just a romance, really. Yeah, like I love romance movies because yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm a little girly girl. And I like the romance. <laughs> I like the idea of the romance. I just want someone to buy me flowers and chocolate and oh, love and me. Burritos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you buy me a burrito. Buy me pizza and vodka. <laughs> and cookies. I like cookies. Yes. Cookies. Are Subway fun. cookies. Oh my god. We're getting distracted. Yes. So basically, <laughs> um... Yeah, I I thought it was an interesting movie. I wasn't sure how the structure was going to be. Yeah, I wasn't really sure what it was about when yeah. we started watching it. I was sort of like, um, 500 days. I knew it was a romance, mm. but I wasn't sure, like, I didn't think mm. that Joseph Gordon-Levitt would be, is that how you pronounce his last name? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. You I didn't call him Joe, by the yeah. way. JGL. JGL. Yeah. Um... I didn't know like he would be the main character. I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't really what I expected. No, yeah. Like, I didn't expect the the plot to be that way. Mm. I didn't, yeah. I don't know what I was expecting. I just sort of sat yeah. down. And I was like, oh, this is a romance movie. Yeah. I'm going to get the romance jitters. Yeah. Rom com jitters. Oh, the rom com jitters. Oh. But can we please first discuss the narrator voice? Oh, the narrator voice, like velvet. Like. A velvet cupcake, which oh. had been drizzled in velvet, like liquid, liquid fabric, velvet, like liquid fabric, like dark chocolate mm. ganache, yes, with like a blueberry coolie. Mm. Yes, and whatever like, that is. Oh, yes, I should work in a bakery. You should work in a bakery. I love food. Oh, I love but food. no, it's oh. Just what a great and like the narration, it wasn't out of place or anything no. either. Like he yeah. had such a smooth voice, mm. and it, like, it didn't feel it didn't feel storybooky. That's the exactly. thing that I always worry about yeah. with narrators is that I'm worried it's gonna sound storybooky. Yeah. So yeah. it's like 
you know, you expect it to come in like once upon a time. <laughs> there were seven dwarves. Yeah. But no, he came in and he just sort of like he came in sparingly in the times that he was in the plot, like yeah. the narrator. It just it sort of didn't feel like jarring. Oh my god. No. It just, it just kind of melded with the story, which yeah. is very impressive. Like actually. The voice of God. The voice of God. Not some weird dude sitting behind you, like no. that you're watching the movie with, but you don't actually know who he is, which yeah. is sometimes how narrating can be. Yeah. But yeah, true, but literally actually. just like the voice of God, like he's always there too. Like Morgan Freeman, but it wasn't Morgan Freeman. Do we know who the narrator was? I am not actually sure. We can get unpaid intern. We don't have one anymore. Mm. Ran away. I can look it up. If you want, you can be unpaid in turn if you like. God, Fine. I mean you're already yeah. un- you're already unpaid, so fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was actually pleasantly surprised because usually I dislike narrators so mm. much because they just feel jittery as heck. Not not the rom com jitters, not but just like jitters, yeah, just... It just wasn't great, you know. But this this video felt awesome, and also the actual intro to the movie where they had like the kids. Then yeah, when they were kids running yeah. around, it was actually great. Although, now that I think about it, mm. what kind of, like, significance did that have? Like, right, so, you know how in old black and white movies, mm. how usually romance was one way or the other? So, the older movies had a very streamlined plot. Yeah. You knew that character A, character B were going to get together because they were the leading man, the leading woman. Yeah. And they were shot in a certain aspect ratio, which is usually four to three, because that's all that they had available at the time, which Mm -hmm. was the aspect ratio that these segments were shot in throughout the entire movie. To me, what it signifies is that that's his idea of romance. His idea is like... So whenever it went to the aspect ratio, Mm. it was... What it was he, romantic. Yeah. It was like classic romantic. Yeah, because... That was sort of scene they were trying to set. I get exactly. that Exactly, because your brain automatically knows what certain aspect ratios mean yeah. without you even realising it. Like, if you watch a YouTube video, mm. it's one side, size, sorry, a movie ratio, aspect ratio, which is usually, I think it's like 16 to something, can't remember. But that tricks your brain into another thing, so... That's yeah. cool. Basically, okay, here's an overview of the plot for y'all hmm. who haven't seen it. So, this dude, I can't even remember the main character's name, this JGL, falls in love with this girl named Summer. Yeah. Hence, 500 Days of Summer. Played um, by Zoe Deschanel. Oh, how beautiful. Zoe. So quirky. She's Zooey. so quirky. Zoe. Zoe. Zoe Deschanel. Um, <laughs> yeah, he falls in love with her and, like, it just sort of follows their relationship through, like, the up and downs mm. until the very end where it's like the 500th day where he's yeah. finally over her and he meets someone else. Oh. Her name is Autumn. Oh, spoiler plot <laughs> we'll twist. Talk huh. about, we'll talk about that we'll, in a We'll moment. talk about Autumn later. Autumn. And he works as he designs greeting cards. Very, He's a, he's a romantic. Yeah, God, he yeah. like He like believes in soulmates and mm. like he wants to find the love of his life and he wants a love that will last forever, which we found was really interesting like considering his career mm. because he like he creates things that are so disposable but yeah. he wants something that he's going to like he wants a long-term lasting relationship yeah and then on the other hand summer is very like she's like on like a non-committal she mm. doesn't want a big long-term relationship she doesn't want anything serious she just wants to fuck around 
essentially. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, she doesn't believe in love because her parents, when she was a child, broke up, and she's been like, not never. And she thinks that it. means she thinks that makes her special. Mm. It doesn't. <laughs> Turns out something's just a fucking asshole. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. But also teaches a good lesson to yeah. to the peeps. But yeah. But yeah, so it's Very a nice, it's it's a nice little plot. Like it just it just sort of follows the ups and downs. It goes back like through the days, like when he was happy and when he was mm. sad and when things were going well and things weren't going well. Yeah, and all that sort of stuff. I sadly couldn't find narrator dude's voice, which is very sad and makes me feel a little angry. He should have been credited. Should have been credited. I think he was. I I just can't find it because I'm actually an idiot. But it was, while we're on the page, it was directed by Mark Webb. Now, for some reason, his name tingles the back of my brain. Yes, that rhymed. Yes, you're welcome. But this man has also directed the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Oh, that makes sense. Hell yeah. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Of course. Why not? And Limitless. Limitless. Oh, what a show. TV show. Haven't actually seen it, but I like the original movie, so Mm. it must be alright, right? Directed The Office. Should we shut up while the card door's opening? So it looks like Mark Webb actually began making music videos Mm. for Green Day, My Chemical Romance, Avril Lavigne. The Queen! Avril Lavigne. Lavigne Levine the Queen. Lavigne the Queen. Lavigne the Queen. Lavigne the Queen. Lavigne the Queen. Yeah, big fan of Avril Lavigne, as well as sort of Mark Webb. But yeah, this um, this movie was also made for seven and a half million dollars US. Which, compared to our other two movies oh. that we reviewed, is nothing, practically. To be fair, the CGI in this one was oh. uh, non-existent. Yeah, it was banging, though. It was so, banging. But they did have a few little animation moments, which we will get to later, in our dissection of our favourite scenes. You know the one I'm talking about? I don't. The, the dance sure one. Find out. The dance. Oh, the dance scene. You're welcome. How beautiful. So beautiful. So, basically, the box office was $60.7 million US. That's impressive. So that is that is actually a really good that is a really good box office effort. Yeah, I think. I think like, so. Yeah, it's pretty banging. And it was also made in two thousand and nine, which I didn't realize. I thought this movie was like a lot older. Two thousand and nine was a weird year. I feel. Yeah, like, I was really into Ben Ten. Does two thousand like I can't even remember two thousand nine. I do. Did that year exist? It did. I was there. You were there. I hope you were there. Was I there? Yeah, I hope so. Jesus Christ. It was a different time. Different Emily. I don't know her. <laughs> I, I liked yeah it was just impressive cause yeah they had but 2009 that was yeah that was good it's pretty good yeah baby chloe oh. grace how do you say her last Moretz. name moritz there we go she is she's so cute she's, she's always, so cute she's always been so talented yeah like, she's like a wee little baby and i loved the character she played i loved like the little sister who's like dude get your shit together yeah she's basically like the gay best friend but mm. instead of making it a gay best friend they mm-hmm. made it a cute little sister who is just super realistic yeah i love it yeah i just i find that all the character relationships in this are actually like super truthful yeah you know they were really good and like even the humor like mm. between jgl and his friends yeah. was so like was natural and realistic like mm. 
it wasn't in that way it wasn't very romancy because you find with like rom-coms and romance movies it all it seems very like fabricated like yeah god yeah you know like i'm not even i'm not even gonna try like they all just seem like fake friendships Mm. but with this one it's like he's gen like it looks like they're genuinely friends Mm. it's a cool good cast too like they all fit together very well yeah there's that but there's like the lanky white guy, mm-hmm. Charles Boyle. Young Charles Boyle. Young Charles Boyle. Could not believe it. I'm not even kidding. We need to post something everywhere. We actually do. Of just like a comparison because they look the same. Literally. Yeah, I think the only yeah. difference I could really like find mm. is that he was like, well, A, younger and yeah. B, taller. Yeah. And that's not and that's hard. It. And that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Charles, Charles Boyle. A short stack. A short stack. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. I was like, this cast is dope. It was a great cast. God, yeah. And I loved how even when they had like throwaway characters, yeah, the writing was just amazing and it allowed them to be like 3D. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, it was awesome. If we go back to Captain Marvel. Mm. Sorry, not so sorry. Sorry, sorry. So, sorry. Mm, I apologize so much. But basically, if you compare Captain Marvel to the blind date that was in this movie for probably four minutes, the blind date was like... was more three-dimensional than every single character in Captain Marvel. She was a real woman. I just, like... So basically what happens in this is they break up, Summer and... JGL. JGL. And so he goes on a blind date. And this chick is like a normal, a normal woman, right? And then he starts complaining about the... About Summer. Yeah, about Summer the ex. And the lady or the blind date was like... She didn't do anything to you. Yeah, like she, she didn't straight cheat up, on you. Yeah. She didn't hurt you. She yeah. didn't do any of that. Straight up, you're just a little out. bitch. Yeah. Like, and he was super shook. And then he went and got drunk and did karaoke. And she was like, "I'm not having and any she of this." Was like, I'm not here for this, and yeah. just left. And just left. And honestly, I'm, iconic. <laughs> can we have? Can we give it a round of applause for to redhead blind date girl? For redhead blind date girl, congratulations. Um, but yeah, Jesus Christ, I just thought that, like, all the characters were fleshed out, they knew what they were about, even, like, the little quirks, like, I noticed how Mm. there was a few moments where Zoe would, like, do that little, like, lick her lips thing. Yeah, they kept that consistent, because right at the start, he says, like, oh, I love the way that she licks her lips before she she talks. Yeah. So they, like, kept that up through the movie, and you notice it. It was great. I just, yeah, the characters were dope. They were great. They They were were built very, very well. Mm. Built from a Lego, indestructible and slightly painful. Oh, love it. Analogies. Okay, next. Mm. I wanted to talk about the structure of it. Yes. I thought it was pretty interesting. I didn't, I I don't know. I don't know what I expected. Like, Mm. I don't know how I thought they were going to go about it. Okay, so maybe I thought that they would do like a typical romance thing. So it would just be like linear, like straight from start to finish. But they actually like jump back and forth so like they start on day like 188 or something and then they go back to day one and then it's like day 203 and then it's like back to day 44 and then it's like 402 and it sort of like jumps back and forth and I couldn't tell if I liked it or not Mm. because there are a couple moments where they jump back and forth and I was like wait (laughs) I'm so confused or like I might look away for a second because I was like writing in my little notebook Mm. And, like, I just looked away for a second. I didn't see how they have, like, the little page come up to show what day it is. Right. And so I get confused. And I'm like, wait, when did that happen? Yeah. And then, like, in some cases it seemed kind of jarring. And you sort Mm. of, like, you're not really sure, like, how that relates to that. Like, I I guess in a Mm. way it could also represent... 
I guess, relationships. Like, at the start, it's all, like, what's going on, like, what's happening, and it's all jittery and just, like, quite dysfunctional. Because I did see that when it was toward the middle or the midpoint of the movie, it was Mm. quite linear. So it didn't jump as much, and when it did, it sort of made sense. Yeah, they sort of tried to draw parallels between, like, this is what they did at the start, and then towards the end, this is how it looked. Like, it looked different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was... I, I... I found it frustrating at the start, but then in the middle it sort of chilled out. And I was yeah. like, oh, thank God, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was a much easier to follow during yeah. in the middle. But, like, I didn't have that big of a problem. Because sometimes I really liked it. Mm, yeah. Because I liked, like, the... I don't know. I liked seeing the, the progression in bits and pieces. Mm. But sometimes I was like, oh, man, I wish they'd just do it from, like, this day forward. And Straight then, like... Yeah. I wonder if someone's actually re-edited it as, like, a linear thing. Yeah. I wonder if it makes sense like that. Ooh. I wonder if, like, they put any, like, subliminal, like, messages and stuff in there so it only makes sense if you've already seen yeah. certain parts of it. Right. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You try it. We watch it again. Yeah. We try and put it together. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Boot, like, a copy of it. Wait, what? Hmm? Pardon? Hmm? 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 Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just, I actually ended up liking the structure toward the end. Yeah. I was like, oh, overall, it's jumping, yeah. Overall, I liked it. But, like, yeah. I just wasn't sure how to feel about it at first. God, and I was freaking the frack out. Mm. Um, would you like to bring up... <laughs> the humour is great. The humour. The humour is great. It's just like... Oh. Oh, it's just that beautiful kind of humour that they put in romance movies where they just like pep it in there. Yeah, just, just a little, a little nice salt just a, in there. A little, just a little sprinkle a of little it. like sprinkle. When they first meet sort of thing. Well, not when they first meet, but like when they're at the party and mm. they're like, oh, he's like talking about college. She's like, oh yeah, they used to call me anal girl in college. And he like nearly spits his drink out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, because I like everything very neat and tidy and very particular. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, that was so good. That was like a just a nice little, mm-hmm. just a nice little whack of paprika. You a know, pap- Ooh, a whack of paprika. That's exactly what the, that's what the humor was like. Yeah. If this whole movie was like a soup, mm. the humor was just that little of paprika every now and again. That little squeeze of lemon sriracha that you give every now and again. Sriracha, cha cha. We don't put sriracha in sriracha, soup. Sriracha, cha cha. Stop putting sriracha in your soup. I put sriracha on everything now. Oh, dear lord. (laughs) It's getting, like, really bad. No, it's fine. It only hurts for, like... It only hurts when I breathe. (laughs) When I breathe. (laughs) Please, sriracha. Goodness Sponsor us. (laughs) I love sriracha. Mm. All right. It was freaking dope. The humor was lovely. The humor was dope. Because it wasn't rom-com humor. Like, it wasn't that awkward secondhand embarrassment humor that you get in rom-coms a lot of the time. I get that in real life enough, so. Yeah. It was just, like, a nice little, nice, is, like, nice sarcastic humor over here and there. Yeah. Just cute little jokes. No, I, like, I I hardcore, I hardcore dig it. Mm. I hardcore dig it. Very good. Mm. Um, One thing that I managed to sort of, like, because I was trying to be picky. Like, I was trying to trying to come up with something not, I don't know, not good about this movie. Because I, overall, I did really enjoy it. This, the one thing I found is that it was sometimes a little bit static. Like, there mm. are a lot of, uh, quite a few scenes where they're all just kind of sitting there. Or they're all, like, standing. There's nothing really happening. In the frame. Yeah. And it kind of really relies on the dialogue mm. to kind of pull it together. Mm. Um... But, like, 
it wasn't that much of a problem because the dialogue was pretty good. Mm, God, like, yeah, it yeah. always had a, how do you put it, a motivation? Yeah, well, um, whenever the camera did move, it was motivated. Like, you yeah. know when, I would say the easiest way to work out when a camera move is unmotivated is when you're wondering why it's moving so much and or you're vomiting from motion sickness. Ugh. Unless they want you to vomit from motion sickness, then by all means, direct a dude or gal or them totally go for it you know but basically whenever the camera would move in this movie i found that it was for a reason yeah it was quite cool because i found the only time when they used shaky cam was in the first date mm. that jgl summer and young charles boyle mm. at the karaoke place and i found that when they were sitting there talking it was shaky cam and i was like this is fair enough because yeah. She's sort of saying how she doesn't like relationships, which is contradicting whatever he was saying. So it's mm. almost like a shaky moment yeah. in the start of their relationship. Mm. Mm. Subliminal that's, messages. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Camera, camera movements. I mean, it also, it also. I mean, from a from a practical point of view, like it's also sort of like you're just sitting there at the table with them, just sort of watching it go down. Yeah. Which is more cool, realistic. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, makes you feel a part of it. Makes you feel like you're balancing out a situation because there's yeah. three of them. You don't want our boy Paul. Our boy Paul to be. Is, is that his name Paul? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll our, go. Let's go with our, our, our buddy Paul. Paul. You don't want him to feel like third wheel. So you mm. sit there and and you're his date. You're his date. God, I love Paul. That's young Charles <laughs> Boyle, right? We love him. We oh love wait, him. no, no. Oh no, that's not Paul. Oh, Paul's the other one. Paul's that's the one skinny that I white love. boy. Paul's. Poor skinny white boy. Poor skinny white boy. Yeah. Love him. We love Paul. We love Paul. Oh. <gasps> the penis game. The penis game. I love. I love that they had that in there. I wonder if that's where it came from because I remember playing it in, in like mm. middle school mm. and I don't know if it's something that's just been around forever. Well, or I mean, it if could, it came from that movie. It, it probably could be like the Superman drawing sign thing where you're like oh my god i found this cool thing but it's actually been around since like cavemen yeah true yeah. oh the s yeah Is that you're talking about yeah. yeah yeah like the yeah yeah you know you know like the three line and then you join them and stuff yeah but yeah and how just somehow every child on earth knows how to draw those right it's, it's actually insane i think it's the illuminati lizard people everyone lizard people <laughs> i don't know it makes sense anyway no it doesn't oh come on it does <laughs> Oh, stop it. They'll infiltrate your house. Goodness Your gracious. children. I think they've infiltrated your brain. Probably. <laughs> Wouldn't trust me. They got in there and stole everything. And stole. They stole the knowledge and they left. <laughs> Is that why I don't remember anything? Yes. Knew it. Yeah. I mean, not that I would know that. I'm not a part of the Illuminati. Well, what were we saying, fucking A? Oh, can we please talk about the photocopier kids? What on earth? <laughs> Amazing. It was super cute. It was, but then like, <laughs> can we just go through it step by step? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they were each photocopying in a photocopier room at their office, which on, is the hottest place. Which is, gosh, oh, it's exactly. steamy. In there. It's steamy as heck from all the fumes from the photocopier oh. and the batteries and all that jazz. Mm. You but, really feel it getting to your head. Oh, God, yeah. Really oh. mixing with those hormones. Papers, just a bunch of paper and ink. Oh! oh. <laughs> just the best. Mm. Mm. 
Nothing better. Nothing better. So they look at each other and then our girl Sum Sums just like <laughs> go <laughs> you're welcome. Runs up to JGL and just makes out with him. And you're like, sick, cool, And love like it. The, the kids that they have, it's like, they are straight up about to have sex on this photocopier. Yeah, I'm like... Like, they're only... actually, they're going for it. Yeah, and not only is that illegal... <laughs> when has that ever mattered? When is that... Hmm, but it's also sort of like... Why? Why? Yeah, like, what if someone walked into the photocopy room? Yeah, but then... They is... don't care because they're in love. Because they're in love. And but... they're horny <laughs> yeah look you're not wrong but the greatest thing Ooh. is that she then pushes him away gets her papers walks up to him again and just stares him in the eyeball like satan herself and then and like because it looks like she's off. gonna kiss him again then yeah. she's like no and goes, i cannot do it <laughs> i will not do it not again in not her head again. she's like summer stop being a hoe stop but being... summer can't stop oh, being a hoe she can't she don't stop holding around but it's just the funniest thing because the look in her and eyes is just pure stress and fear. Yeah, like that post-kiss oh. paralysis. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, is that what I called it? Yeah, at the you time? totally called post-kiss it post-kiss paralysis. Post-kiss paralysis. He had it too, but in a completely different way. He yeah. was like, "I thought we were gonna fuck on the photocopier." Yeah, <laughs> and she was like, and she just leaves him, and he's like, after giving oh. her the greatest look ever. Oh, so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> it makes me chuckle. I think it's burnt into my brain. What a good scene. <laughs> good scene. And then he's best just shook. Kiss. Then he's just shook. Yeah, best kiss ever. Mm. And the best kiss award goes to Summer and JGL and the weird devil stare. Beautiful. Stunning. Amazing. Wow. Wow. Roses. Roses. Thank you. Thank Oscars. you. Thank you. I'd like to beautiful. thank my mother. I don't know why. I don't know. It feels like the right thing Good to do. Good giving me these lips. <laughs> and these eyes. And these eyes. This oh. devil stare I learnt from her. Thank you. It's so funny. I'll try and find a picture and put it up there. Oh, it's beautiful. We love it. We love it. But yeah, that was probably my favourite bit of the entire movie. It's one of those, one of those moments oh. where, mm. you know, you get... You get the rom-com jitters. The rom-com jitters. Oh, okay. Okay. I have a, a theory about rom-coms and the whole the whole point of a rom-com is to get as many rom-com jitters in as possible. And that's... Okay, so let me explain what a rom-com jitter is. You sort of... It's like that moment where, like, two characters, like, they lock eyes or, like, there's a gorgeous kiss in the rain or something like that and your heart just sort of skips a beat. You're like... Yeah. And, like, it feels like your soul is making a sound very much like this. Just. <laughs> yep, sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. That's it. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I counted up my rom-com jitters. Mm. I got a total of five rom-com jitters in this movie. I got two, four, six, seven. Seven. Yeah. But I also, um... Which ones did you have? I had the Ikea date. Me. Two. Um, I had the after karaoke, after they've oh. dropped um, young Charles Boyle yes. in the taxi and they're oh. like chatting. <gasps> yes. Mm. Mm. That little moment there. Yeah. That was lovely. That was hilariously um, true. Drawing yeah. on the arm. Oh, yes. She, yeah. He's like, oh, I could, I like, I want to 
She's like, oh, you should draw me the skyline or something. Mm. He's like, I don't have any paper. She's like, just draw on my arm. And she ends up with this cool, like, little tattoo of the skyline. That was actually really nice. That was very sweet. Yeah. Um, oh, when... Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. But I've never told anyone that scene. Yeah. That's so... I feel that's so reflective. Because, mm. like, when some when you're talking to someone that you're close to and they're like, oh, I've never told anyone that before, you feel so much more special. Yeah. Because it's like... They trusted you enough to yeah. to give you that, that piece and of themselves. And they've had themselves. to, like, peel their soul back and just give it to yeah. you, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's beautiful. And, like, they even acknowledge it in the movie. It's yeah. like, that moment is so important. And it's like, that was very sweet. I yeah. had a big jitter moment. Yeah. And then... I had the penis game as a whole because I found that... Adorable. Very endearing. Oh, so cute. Very endearing. I, I loved, loved when he was like, there are children around. She's like, no, there's not. And straight after a shit ton of children. Yeah. Just, ah, like, As if the children aren't also playing the penis, penis game in, right. fucking, in school. They're like six. Who doesn't play the penis game at six? <laughs> Everyone knows about it. Everyone knows the From the womb game. out is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I also had the end monologue. Of summers when she's like, you know, like it's all coincidence. I just like walked into the cafe mm. store at the right time and started oh, reading. Oh yeah, what if? And she's like, what if I'd gone to the movies? Mm. What if I'd done literally anything else? Yeah. I wouldn't have met like the man who's now my husband. Yeah, and he has a whole revelation. I was like, that's actually dope. really sweet. And then yeah. you get the <laughs> in your soul. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. I hear that in my soul. Yeah, you can, like, feel it. It's like in your bloodstream. Oh, yeah. Just gives you the it's rom-com like jitters. The rom-com jitters. <laughs> and all the sister scenes. Young baby Chloe mm. is the voice of reason in this movie. She, she is. is. It's She's, she's it's the best. It's nice how they, they whacked that in there, how actually. How they just whacked it there, yeah. Yeah. It's great, it's great. I just enjoyed how she was, like, how kids that age are. Yeah. Like, they're not just wax, real. They don't, yeah. They don't, like, they don't muck around. They know what's good. Yeah. Like, how old is she? Like, 12? Something like that. 11, 12? Yeah, 11, yeah. 12, roughly. Yeah. And she just, she played it, like, an 11 or... Because she probably was that age. She played it, like, yeah. an 11 or 12-year-old, and it just worked, you know? Yeah, it's just perfect. Yeah. Good you job, direct it. dude. Mark Webb. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I want to talk about? What? I want to talk about the colours. <gasps> yes! How Jeez. good. How good were... The colours, like, the mm. way that they constructed them to, like, yes. be a part of the story. So what mm. we figured out, mm-hmm. and it took us a little while to figure this out, actually, to be honest. It took us a little longer than it should have. Probably, We yeah. figured out that blue is Summer's colour. Yes. And red is JGL's. No, or, like, uh, other way around. Huh? JGL was red, Summer was blue. That's what I said. No, you said... I said Summer was blue and JGL was red. You just swapped around the phrases. Hmm. <laughs> Cut that, please. We're not cutting Future that. Emma. That's funny. <laughs> Future Emma, please. Anyway, sorry, back to the point. Ah! Um, but yeah, it was really like, not even necessarily red and blue, but just yeah. like warm colours and cold colours sort yeah. of thing. Um, but yes, you did notice that Summer was always dressed in some sort of blue. She always had something blue. And, like, even in her house, she had, like, blue, like, blue wallpaper, Mm. I noticed. She had blue um, lights above her bed. And what I found really nice was that she had, like, this sort of ornament hanging thing, which had, like, little... um, Like, blue crystals? 
I think they were paper cranes. Oh, yeah, it was the paper cranes. Yeah, and there was one red paper crane on it. And then they shot that in the foreground Mm. and JGL and Summer in the background. Just like... Yeah, like sitting by the window, like standing by the window or something. And I was like, that's perfect. And then like... Summer... I think the... Like the blue one was spinning. Mm. So I could also have some like symbolic thing toward her not knowing. And then the red one was... We did decide that she was very, like, hard and fast and, like, you Mm. know, just sort of rolling through the motions. Whereas JGL's character wanted to be steady and wanted to be, you know, just set. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it was cool. And, um, yeah, whenever he was with... What what were you decided? It was, like, whenever things were going Summer's way. Yeah. And, like, Summer was comfortable with everything that's happening. You got a lot of blue. Yeah. Like, the the whole framing... Sorry, the whole framing. The whole shot would go cooler. Yeah. And you could see the blue. Like, it, it was really cool. And then when they broke up, mm. um, JGL was in, like, super neutral, flat, cool blue colours. Yeah. And Summer was neutral. So mm. she wasn't necessarily red or blue, but she was neutral. And then when they met on the train and came together, it was like there was no colour. Because mm. they weren't in a relation. They were, sorry, they were not in a relationship. They were just neutral. So there was yeah. no, like, colour correction on that, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever whenever Summer, like, was sort of involved, it would be blue. And I mm. noticed, like, when things started to get really rocky with them, yeah. and, like, it would be because of Summer's commitment issues and stuff, yeah. everything would be really blue. God, yeah. And yeah. then when, like, after she'd gone, suddenly everything was, like, red colors again like warm warm yellows and stuff Mm. like even there's even specifically um they'd had a fight and there's a shot of jgl like lying on his bed and the like the light coming through the window is like a red color yeah and then later on when they've sort of made up and they're chatting and summer's in the room with him Mm. the light through the window is blue again yeah so it's like yeah and blue is the color of sadness yeah as well as numerous other things, and red is the colour of passion. So I guess that's sort of is showing how when she's around him, it's dampening his yeah. passion always, which is quite sad. But yeah, yeah. It's, ni- it's a nice contrast because he thinks that Summer is making him so much better and he mm. appears to be so much happier. Yeah. But all the colours are saying that Otherwise. actually, no, she's not good for you mm. sort of thing. Which is cool. So it's like the movie is telling the truth which the characters are hiding. Yeah. Yeah. A lot cleverer than I thought it was actually. Now that that we're discussing it, yeah, it's quite nice. And also, you did notice another thing about the entire movie, which was he makes these greeting cards because Mm. they're like a disposable way of love. Yeah. And when he finally breaks up with Summer, he Mm. decides to follow his passion, which is architecture. And making a building is concrete, right? Yeah, creating something that will last a long time. Yeah. So he wanted, or he wants a relationship that's concrete, yeah. but he's only making disposable things. Yeah, he always puts himself, he always makes decisions and puts himself in positions that are disposable and fast yeah. and that sort of thing. And, he re- and I think like that change into architecture was sort of him realising that mm. for you to have what you want, you need to make active decisions. Yeah. To go, like, go and get that. You need to make and, concrete like, decisions. Mm. Like a building is sometimes made of concrete. Oh. Mm, yes. Yeah. But when you said that, I was like, that is it. That is, that is, that is it. Like, that is this whole character's 
purpose. Yeah. He wants something that he doesn't try to get. Hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful! It is so good. <laughs> the character arcs in general are just so nice. Like, he starts yeah. out, like, wanting love and being desperate and then going into this relationship with this girl who's not right for him, but he insists that she is. And by the end of it, he's sort of like, okay, I just need to calm down, you know, let life happen. Just, mm. you know, basically he... Oh my god, he like went for a long term relationship, but mm. he wanted it in as short amount of time as possible. Huh. That's nice. kind of what he did. And then by yeah. the end of it, he's sort of like, okay. Yep. I want like a long term loving relationship, mm. but I'm gonna have to work for it. I'm gonna have to wait for it. Like, it can't just be, it's not just gonna be easy. Yeah. Like, you know? And she just wants to be casual because she doesn't believe in love and she's like she thinks it's going to be like that for the rest of her life yeah and then she realizes that you know it 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 is possible to Mm. be in a long-term loving relationship it is possible to spend your whole life with someone Mm. and she realizes that really quickly because i i mean i don't really know why how like that's probably that's probably one part that kind of slips through the gaps like how did she realize so quickly well, it might not have been quickly. It might have just been over a hundred or... Well, I mean... Even that's pretty fast, like a hundred days. Fast. But still, like, I think she was talking... Well, what she was saying in the end monologue was like, I didn't expect it to happen. It just happened and I'm happy that it happened. I'm happy that I got married to this dude who asked me about Dorian Gray. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was like, well, of course it's chance. Like, everything's sort of chance in a way. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. Um, there was another thing that I was... Yeah, I don't know if this directly links back to that, but it, it sort of does. Like, you know how, like, they went to Ikea? Mm-hmm. And then directly after you saw what his apartment looked like. Yeah. And it was kind of shit. Yeah. Like, they made it look shit. So it's almost like when they were in Ikea, it's, like, an easy way to buy a good-looking apartment. Yeah. Whereas the truth of it is that mm. what he is right now isn't... Yeah, no. Right? Like, ready for it. Or they something were sort like of, that. That was sort of like them jumping ahead yeah. to what their life could be. Like, a long-term relationship in a short amount of time. Exactly, They yeah. were in Ikea acting as though they were in a long-term relationship. Yeah. But, like, oh. you're, you're only in Ikea for a couple hours. Exactly, so like, exactly. And then the illusion's over. The Chinese family in the bathroom oh. was one of the funniest things. So good. Yeah, so they were, like, so they were like making out on the bed. And then, what is it, Summer was like, there's a Chinese family in our bathroom. Then they yeah. look up and there's like this Chinese family just like, there's just five standing of them. there staring. Yeah, there's like three kids and like two adults and they're just like, and it's the funniest thing because like the daughter's like, <laughs> and it made my life. It was so funny. She's like, they're going fuck, they're going fuck. <laughs> but it was like actually the funniest, one of the funniest. It was pretty yeah. good. It was pretty dope. I did enjoy that. Yeah, I did as well. Oh Yeah. I thoroughly like, there's this one part of the movie mm. when he is in the movie cinemas by himself. So it basically yes. goes like expectation reality. So it cuts from them being in the cinemas together watching um, like a some sort of, what was it called? It was like Giants and... Oh, the Vagiant. The Vagiant. The yeah. Vampire Giant. The vamp- of course, because there was no other name to name it other than Vagiant. The Vagiant. The Vagiant. Literally anything else magnificent but what it so it directly cuts from them sitting together and them like watching a movie to him by himself and then there was like a series of classical Mm. like super famous movies that are in black and white one i can't remember the names of them but basically i thought it was really cool because it was like 
he's trying and it was it was good because jgl was the main yeah. actor in the remake of these classic movies so it's kind of reflecting how he felt yeah but yeah and i i thinking back to it it's almost like he wanted to place and, himself into them yeah and it links it back to his idea of his fake idea of romance yeah he's trying to implant himself into the idea when if the other person's not willing for it, it's not going to happen mm. which is pretty dope but um, I thoroughly just enjoyed freaking. Maybe I'm screaming strong. <laughs> Actually, can I just jump to a, a quote that you said mid movie? Oh god. Um, what was it? It was bang on like the last minute, and he did something, or someone says something, and you were like, "Well, maybe he'll discover he's a strong, independent black woman." <laughs> and I was uh, like, "Of course." <laughs> yeah. Because they are the strongest That's his character human arc. Yeah, he's, just, he's actually a strong, independent... He discovers independent... that he's a strong, independent black woman. Yep, you don't take The strongest nothing. of us. The strongest of us, honestly. <laughs> and I thought that was amazing, because what would be better than that? Be literally nothing. Literally nothing. JGL, get on it. Get on it. <laughs> Method acting, no thank you. Um, can we touch on, just to finish up, let's finish at the end. How... <laughs> okay... I was talking to oh. Scott about this and it the ending seems like so we were watching the movie inside and the the lads were sitting outside and they looked up mm. the the plot of the movie because they mm. were just like oh we're not going to watch it with you but we want to know what you're watching. Yeah. And I was talking to Scott afterwards he's like when I read that that's how it ends. So when it ends he's going for a job interview mm. and there's another lady there who wants the same job and they have a quick little bit of banter and he like he goes in for his interview and he's like oh wait he goes back out and he like asks her out and he's like, oh, what's, what's your name by the way? And she's like, oh, I'm Autumn. And we just exploded. Like I screamed. I'm... I was like, that is phenomenal. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> to be honest, I felt scared. Well, yeah. I because... don't know why. I felt like fearful, probably because I zoned down and then I zoned in at Autumn and then you all like exploded. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Sensory well, overload. See, because I, I was talking to Scott and he was like, when I read that, I thought it was a deleted scene. Like, because that's such a cheesy, yeah. cliche way to end this movie. It was a bit shit, yeah. I'm like, mm. how how did that make it in? <laughs> I don't know. It's so cheesy. Like, I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's yeah. it's romantic. It's cute. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. But so cheesy. Yeah, I I didn't like it at all. I no? was I was like, well, you were expecting it. Yeah. Sort of. Would've been better if her name was Spring. Winter. <laughs> winter. I wanted her name to be Spring. I'm a cold bitch. My name is Winter. I like Winter. <laughs> Spring. But like Spring boy. Oh, the thing that Scott mentioned is that he said like, why would you do that? Why would you call her Autumn? And I was like, what? What's your beef with it? And he was like, well, that implies like there are four seasons. That implies yeah. that he doesn't stay with her. He's, there's two other girls that he has to get to first. Yeah, but also there's there's three more movies in this series. Yeah, but I feel like Autumn is also a season for change. Like that's when everything oh. dies. Oh. All the leaves fall off the trees. The trees, they die until they come back in spring. So basically, no matter what you say, um, yeah, there's no way this dude and Autumn are still together. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break any hearts out there. I reckon, theory, she got the job. <laughs> he quit life and went back to his job. 
quit life. Quit life. I was just like, no, nah, I'm just going to eat Twinkies. Me. Eat Twinkies, drink Jack Daniels, and just sit in my bathrobe like he did for the end of that movie. This is a personal attack and I don't like No, it. it's from day 401 to 401 and a half. 401 and a half. My entire life situates between day 400 and day 400 <laughs> and a half. Day 401 and a half. Just stretched over yeah. a couple years. Yeah, that's yeah. me. Hi, I'm day 401. <laughs> Hi, I'm day 401 and a half. And together, we are Twinkies and Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> the new hit back. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Twinkies and Whiskey. Overall, this movie was very enjoyable. Mm. And I think it's time to rate. <gasps> Eminem time. Eminem time. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time to snack. I reckon you go first this time. Okay, sure. Well, overall, I love me a good romance. Mm. I thought everything was so creative. Yeah. It was so lovely. Ending was a bit cheesy. Bit yeah. of a letdown because it was very predictable. Mm. But um, overall, I I really did enjoy it. So I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 m and Interesting. So very I'm nice. a hungry girl. Ah, ah. You did not just do that to get the M&Ms, did you? No. One, two, three, four, five. They are all like the same colour. They're all warm colours. She has picked autumn colours. Oh my god. That's actually insane. She picked all autumn colours. What the heck? Um, yeah. I got way more than seven M&M's, <laughs> but I rate it seven M&M's. I think I'm going to rate it seven as well. Purely because I love all the thought that went into it mm. about like the relationships between them and the colours and just everything else. So give me the rest of your M&Ms if you haven't eaten so Eat them, fine, it's fine. Now I have seven. I was just eating the extra. <laughs> no, it was like actually a good movie though. It really was. I really liked it. Mm. JGL is beautiful. God, yeah. I did find that I for once actually hated Zoe Deschanel. Mm. She was such a bitch. She's a difficult person to hate, but mm. she did it. I'm proud. Yeah. Switching that, like, typecast, man. Mm. Good on her. Good Goodness. movie. Yeah. I love this podcast. <laughs> yeah. There was um a comment from my buddy Tin saying we should review the Peanuts movie and eat peanut M&M's. Absolutely. Thank you for coming along to episode three. That was 500 Days of Summer. If you want, I don't know how this, I feel real wanky asking, but just like subscribe. Like, subscribe, comment. Smash like. Smash. Hit that subscribe button. Hit it so hard. God, I hate myself. That the printer in your photocopier in your room starts. Just watch the movie. We really don't know what we're talking about. We really about. don't know what we're talking about. But it's a good movie. Yeah, we should watch it. We yeah. liked it. Mm. All right, until next time, my dudes. Bye. Catch you on the flip side.